0: What's going on, Eagles fans? Welcome into another edition of your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. It's Lockdown Eagles, as always, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team. Every day, Louis DiBiase joining you on this Monday edition of the show. Monday through Friday, guys, we've got a podcast for you wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on YouTube as well throughout the week and on Twitter at Lockdown Birds, at DiBiase, L-O-E, and at GC24 underscore football. We thank you for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. The Eagles take on the Washington football team heading off of the bye week. This week, the Eagles are 6-7, Washington is 6-7. So are a lot of teams in this NFC playoff race. There's like a four-five-way tie as all of these teams battle for the 6th and 7th spot In the wild card round of the playoffs. The Eagles play Washington twice in the next three weeks. There are a lot riding on these matchups. And the Eagles head into the week as the favorites over Washington. Despite the football team winning four of their last five games. Before that loss to the Cowboys on Sunday. Washington had won four straight games. But the Eagles are currently minus four point favorites over Washington. Should they be? The Cowboys win over Washington yesterday set up an important battle as now both teams are 6 and 7 and to me I think the Eagles should be favored. I'll get into why on today's edition of the show. We also take a look at tiebreakers right now in the NFC. How did the Eagles do despite being off on Sunday when it comes to the playoff implications based on the results? And then too, do rivalries still exist in sports? Eagles, Washington, it's supposed to be a rivalry, but are we feeling that? Like we're feeling the importance of this football game because of the playoff implications and but do we want it more because it's Washington and they're in the NFC East? I'm not so sure, so I'll get into that. But the Eagles are currently minus four-point favorites over Washington. And although I said on Thursday, if you go back and listen to that show, I paved the road for the Eagles. Like, What is the you know most ideal scenario for the Birds getting into the postseason in 2021? And you look at a lot of the teams that you should be Concerned with more so than others, right? I know the Atlanta Falcons won on Sunday against the Carolina Panthers at 6-7. and seven. Not really worried about Atlanta, right, with their crazy point differential. It's over minus... 100 plus, and the Eagles have the head-to-head. The New Orleans Saints won as well. They're also six and seven, but you know the the way they have the offense running with Taysom Hill at quarterback, and the Eagles have the head-to-head matchup tiebreaker on that as well. Not super concerned with the Saints. The Panthers seem dead in the water. Minnesota did get a win on Thursday, a big one against the Pittsburgh Steelers, but their schedule looks completely daunting san francisco they ran away with another matchup against the Bengals. i know it was in overtime but i mean they're running away with that sixth seed so you might not even have to worry about the niners um i thought it was washington i thought it was the eagles in washington they have the most ideal paths to that seventh spot and they play each other twice which could dictate that spot and also they play the Giants and the Dallas Cowboys as well. So their schedules are a lot more favorable. Um, but I do think the Eagles shouldn't be concerned over Washington compared to another team in the NFC. And I know they're 5-8, and eight, but that is only a game back. And it's the Seattle Seahawks who won again with Russell Wilson leading them past. And I know it was only the Houston Texans, but Seattle with the best player of all of these teams, with Russell Wilson at quarterback, with Tyler Lockett at receiver, and DK Metcalf. The Seahawks, actually, you know, Thursday, I did say Washington was going to be the team to keep an eye out for, right? That is the team to be concerned with, especially considering the Eagles play them. Guys, watch out for the Seattle Seahawks. I think outside of Washington, the Eagles should be keeping their eye on Russell Wilson, and not because they are not... Because they're going to try to trade for him in the offseason, but also because I think Wilson could potentially steal that playoff spot, which is crazy. I mean, they were four and eight. They seemed completely dead in the water, but that just goes to show how close the NFL is in 2021. Guys, today's Lockdown Eagles is brought to you by TV Stream. Does this sound familiar? Maybe it was on Sunday. You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together, and it's called TV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you You can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible devices required. Content varies by package. Guys, this is Locked Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. We thank you for making Locked Eagles your first listen each and every day. The Eagles have a big matchup this week at 6-7 with the 6-7 Washington football team. I think Washington and I think Seattle are the two teams to keep an eye out for the most when it comes to who else you should be concerned with grabbing that seventh and final NFC Wild card playoff spot. You look at it, Minnesota does currently own the tiebreaker over Philly based on a better record in common games. But outside of that, you control your destiny when it comes to the matchups against Washington, the head-to-head against New Orleans, the head-to-head against Atlanta, and you are a game up right now on the Seahawks. So to me, everything is, as I said on Thursday, right in front of the Birds if they want to make the playoffs despite being 6-7. and seven and i said on thursday as well this team probably with washington has the most favorable path to grabbing that final spot because atlanta, new orleans, carolina they have daunting schedules they play each other they might knock each other out that's why too that seattle might be the other team to look at not only because they have the best player of all of these teams in russell wilson but because those other teams their path is just a lot tougher and i'm not the only one that thinks this way the eagles Most of the country right now is agreeing that the Eagles should be favored not only to potentially land that playoff spot, but to start off on the right track this week by beating Washington. They're minus four-point favorites. That's despite Washington winning four straight before that loss to Dallas. But I do agree with this, because although Washington won four straight, you got to use context. Washington, although they won four in a row... They really didn't look that good, especially on the offensive side of the football. When you look at their offensive production, you know, points for, they've only scored 20 plus points in two of their last eight games, two of their last eight. Meanwhile, the Eagles offense is consistently putting up 30 plus points. I mean, they've only scored under 20 points a few times in 2021. And so I agree that the Eagles should be favored on Sunday. Washington's defense? Yes. Is it legit? 100%. That's the reason they won those four straight games. And those weren't against pushover teams, right? They beat Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. So they have the tiebreaker over Seattle. They beat Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They beat the Carolina Panthers, who, although right now seem dead in the water, like, you know, this Sunday before that loss to Atlanta, they were 5 and 7. Um, they were only a half a game back from a playoff spot. They have a great defense and Washington beat them on the road just like the Eagles did. So Washington, it's not like they beat a bunch of pushovers. I'm not saying the Eagles should be favored by 20 points in this one, but when you look at the lack of offensive production for Washington and the injuries on both sides of the ball, that's where the advantage comes in. Like, yes, is Washington's defense legit? When it's healthy, sure. But looking at the injury report right now, heading into this game, it reminds me a lot of the Eagles' matchup with the Saints a couple weeks ago. The Eagles and Saints, the same tier, both six and seven. Like they're both, you know, average, good football teams that need a quarterback and um, have some holes. But the Saints were losing so many pieces on both sides of the ball that they just really couldn't hang with the Eagles. And that was exactly the case. Washington, they don't have Chase Young. They don't have Montez Sweat. Those are their two young star edge rushers. And now on the injury report is Jonathan Allen. He's on the COVID list. So Jonathan Allen, who is leading them in sacks this year at defensive tackle, might not play. So that's your three best defensive players all on the defensive line going after Jalen Hurts coming off that ankle injury. All 3 are not likely to play in this football game, and considering how good the Eagles offensive line is, that is a significant advantage because there's not many teams that have a defensive line that could take advantage of this Eagles, you know, front 5 in the trenches. But Washington at full strength can do it. They are not at full strength. And like I said, the Eagles offense even with Gardner Minshew is consistently putting up 30 plus points. And so when you don't have the horses on defense and you don't have the offense that has proven they can hang with anybody when it comes to points for, again, only 20-plus points in two of their last eight games, yeah, that does equal the Eagles being favored. That is not me saying this is a guaranteed win. I'm not going to do, although it worked out for Mike McCarthy on Sunday, saying the Cowboys were going to beat Washington, I'm not going to pull a Doug Peterson in 2019 in Dallas and say the Eagles are going to win this football game and they're going to do it as convincingly as they did against the New Orleans Saints just a few weeks ago. But I do agree that they should be, not only as I said on Thursday, favored to get that playoff spot, or top two in favorites to grab that playoff spot, but they should also be favored in this game against Washington. When it comes to injuries, too, on offense for Washington, Taylor Heineke, he is banged up. Terry McLaurin, as well, in concussion protocol. Their star wide receiver that the Eagles, by the way, should have took over J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, but, you know, we do that to death. So I had to throw it in there (laughs) because we say D.K. Metcalf a lot, but we don't say that Terry McLaurin also went behind Arthaga side but those two are hurt as well and the Eagles defense by the way keep in mind they're not giving up 20 plus points a lot lately either i mean they're it's against bad defense or bad offenses or okay offenses but if Darius Slay stops Terry McLaurin if he plays and Antonio Gibson doesn't destroy the defensive line then the Eagles should have more advantages from top to bottom than Washington and they should be favored in this game Guys, today's Locked on Eagles is brought to you by Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. And they're high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy, with none of the guilt. And there's so many flavors. You've got raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie. Bilt Bar gives you that extra fuel. Want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Bilt Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. Let it melt a little and give your beverage a bit of that Bilt Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice melty Bilt Bar to go with it. Be sure to have a couple napkins on hand, like some of those marshmallowy treats as well around the holiday. You need to get your hands on the Bilt Bar Puffs. These are awesome. They're light, fluffy, marshmallowy through and through, different flavors, all covered in chocolate. They taste so good. You would not believe they're filled with protein. And they're filled with 15% off on your order when you go to builtbar.com or built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you're going to get 15% off your order. Guys, today's show is also sponsored by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all season more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus. On your first deposit, just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to hit... Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online remains the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Guys, this is your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked on Eagles. I'm Louis DiBiase, wrapping up this Monday edition of the show. Gino will be back tomorrow as we continue Washington week. What an important and fun week! as the 6-7 and seven Birds battle the 6-7 and seven Washington football team with significant playoff implications on the line as these teams play twice in the next month. And boy, are those games going to be important. But although they're important and we're super stoked about this game based on the importance and based on the playoff implications, this also is a rivalry game, or it's supposed to be, which should make it all the more fun, Right? Like, not only do you want to make the playoffs, like 2019, right? How satisfying was it that not only did Carson Wentz lead the Eagles to an NFC East title, but it also came at the result of knocking out the Dallas Cowboys week 16 and week 17, right? That feels a whole lot better. And while I do think the Eagles and the Cowboys are one of still the remaining traditional, authentic, legitimate rivalries in professional sports, My question to finish off the show, to ask yourself, and hit me up on Twitter and let me know what you think, do rivalries really still exist in sports? I put up a poll, and yes, one, at 87.1%, only 12.9% of you think, no, rivalries still do not exist in sports. But I'm not so sure. Like, I mean, this game, to me... I don't know. I mean, I don't I think the Washington football team is one of the most inept dysfunctional organizations, probably the most dysfunctional organization in all of sports. But do I hate them? Like, do I want to win this game more? Do I want to make the playoffs more because it would knock out Washington? Honestly, not really. I mean, that's 100% the case. And I think I think this conversation has many layers to it. And I do think rivalries still exist in sports, 100%. You watched that Ohio State Michigan game a couple weeks ago. Like rivalries 100% still exist in college sports. I think when it becomes more localized, when it becomes about schools and you know, local areas and sports competing at a high school level, college ball, college football, college hoops, then yeah, they do still exist. And I do still think they exist in professional sports to a certain degree, like Eagles Cowboys That's still a legit rivalry when it comes to fans. But when it comes to pro sports and players, I don't really know if it exists anymore. Because in the social media world, players are friends with everybody, right? I mean, look at on Sunday, Micah Parsons is wrecking the Washington front. And you got Darius Slade tweeting out like, Little bro is killing it. Not only should he win rookie of the year, but he should win defensive player of the year. That's what Darius Slay said. Like that would have never happened. Harold Carmichael would never be talking up, I don't know. I mean, name any Cowboy in the 70s and 80s. Like that just that wouldn't happen. Reggie White wasn't going to give props to Troy Aikman. Like that's just not how it worked back then. But and there's still some guys out there. I look at Russell Westbrook in the NBA is very traditional still, where everybody on the floor is his enemy, right? Um, but that's just not really the case in football and most professional sports anymore. I just I don't feel the rivalries. A lot of these guys played together in college, and so you always see the jersey swaps as well after the game, even within divisions. And I think that's kind of you know seeped over to the fan side of rivalries too. I think it's not it's not because of that more, but it does have to do with social media and everything being connected so much more nowadays. like you look at for me. It's harder for me to hate even on the Dallas Cowboys when they have so many players that I loved evaluating at college and that I wanted for the Eagles, like you know Trayvon Diggs and CD Lamb, both of their draft picks in the 2020 NFL draft. I was dying for the Eagles to get. So it's even harder to, you know, hate on the teams in the East when there's a lot of players that you like on those teams. And I think fantasy football also has to do with that. I think fantasy sports, you have a lot of these guys on your team. So although it might hurt your team, If that player produces, it helps your fantasy team and with how much money is now put into that avenue and just the bragging rights and how intense fantasy sports are, that also reduces the heat of rivalries at the professional level. So I'm not saying rivalries don't exist anymore. I mean, you look at, um, there's other ones for sure. Bills Patriots is still, I cover the Bills up in Buffalo. That is still very much a rivalry. Go back to two weeks. I mean, the Bills really wanted that win against New England. They do still exist exist I think more so on a fan level than a player level and more so on the college level than the pro level but even with fans I mean fantasy sports gambling that impacts it as well and it's kind of crazy to see not that rivalries are completely dead but like this Eagles Washington game there's a lot of hype to it but most of it does not come from a perspective of hate for you know disdain for the other team. I just I don't see it that way. I want to know what you think, though. Hit me up on Twitter, at DBIASILOE. We're on Twitter as well, at LockdownBirds. My co-host, Gino Cavallari, he's at GC24 underscore football. Guys, we'll see you for tuesday's edition of the show tomorrow on any podcast platform on youtube as well and on twitter we've got our shows wednesday thursday friday as well we are your only daily philadelphia eagles podcast and we thank you for making locked on eagles your first listen each and every day Thanks for making Lockdown Eagles, as I said, your first listen. Now make sure your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all gambling needs, gets into those earbuds. Lockdown Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. As always, guys, thank you for downloading, thank you for listening, and let's go, Birds.